episode number one, we talked about the basic idea of who our customers are. And today we are going to go a little deeper and talk about defining the customer experience. How do you want your customers to remember their interaction with you? I'm going to take you through four steps that will help you craft the customer experience you are looking to provide to your customer. You're listening to the Connect the Dots podcast with me, Heather Balseric. This show is designed to help you navigate your career, understand your customer's experience, and bring us together as we learn more about our communities. So tune in, turn it up, and get ready to connect the dots. Welcome back, everybody. It is episode number four. Five, and I am so excited that you have joined us for it. The theme for today or the topic is defining the customer experience. I have been in a customer service role in so many forms and fashions over my career that this is something I am extremely passionate about. The way that we treat our customers is so important to building the brand or building the business that you want to build. And we have to know from the beginning, though, what we want that customer experience to look like. If we're going to execute on it, we've got to define it. If you do a quick search on the internet for the term customer experience, this will bring up all types of articles and websites about ways to create the experience or seven ways to wow your customer. And going through these can provide some value. Absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but it takes a lot of time to try to figure out how it relates to your customer and your industry. And how I want to look at the customer experience is with a 360 degree view. One where we can analyze the full approach to making sure that the customer is taken care of. The steps today can be used for most any customer experience that you need to define. And after I go through those steps with you, I'm going to walk through two different examples just to show you that this is very adaptable to whatever experience that you are in, whatever your customer is, whatever your industry is. Without further ado, because I'm just so excited to go over this stuff, um, let's get into the very first step. The first step in defining the customer experience is to define your product. What are you selling? What are you giving? Uh, What exactly does your product do for your customer? In this description, you want to make sure that you understand the why. Like, Why does your customer need this? Not just because it's cool or it's flashy, but like, what is the reason? What problem does your product solve? The second step here is to define your customer. Who are you looking to serve? Who is going to buy the product? Who has the problem that you're solving for? And depending on where you are, this can be a variety of different things. There's a variety of different people. So just be as specific as possible, even if in that specific, there are numerous ones. And you'll understand that a little bit more when we get to our first example. But step three is to define your interaction with the customer. So what does the interaction look like? 
Are you in person? Do you have social media? Do you have a storefront? Is it parties and homes? Is it online parties? In what ways are you interacting with the customer? Because knowing the different touch points that you have to your customer is going to help us see kind of that overall, again, 360 degree view of how we want to develop this customer experience. Step number four is to define how you want your customer to feel. So after they talk to you, after they see you, hear you, anything about your brand, what is the feeling you want the customer to walk away with? This is really important because knowing how you want your customer to feel, knowing why you're selling your product, knowing who your customer is and how you're interacting with them, these are the four parts that bring everything together so you can start to lay out that path for a full 360 degree customer experience. So I know I covered those fairly quickly, but I do have two examples that we're going to walk through together so you can see how this process works. So the first example we're gonna look at is a car dealership. Now, if you remember my uh, very first episode, episode zero, you learned about me, I have never done anything with a car dealership. So (laughs) I picked this example because I want to show you that it is relevant and you can do this for whatever industry that you're in, even if you're new to that industry. Here we go. Step number one is defining that product or service. So if we're a car dealership, we sell cars, right? Easy enough, we sell cars, but what's the why? Why do people need our product? Why do people need our cars? It's transportation. It's to help carry the people that we love. It's carrying things from one place to another, groceries, building supplies. Maybe the vehicle that does work, um, you know, for you. So, for example, if you are an electrician and you have a work van, okay, that van, that transportation, that thing that I may sell you is very important to the livelihood of your business. So there's a lot of different whys behind what a car or truck or van, any, you know, a vehicle can do for our customer. So who is our customer? So when we look at this, it could be obviously business, uh, you know, businessmen and women buying cars for their companies. It could be parents buying cars for their kids. Could be a young adult looking to get their first car. It could be grandmothers and grandfathers. There are so many different customers in this. And when I talked about it earlier, when I said you want to be very specific and even being specific, you can have a variety of things. That's what I mean. So being specific of who your customer is and who you're looking to serve in in writing all of them down. The third step is defining how you interact with your customer. So in a car dealership, there's several different touch points. There's in person, on the lot, right? Customer comes on the lot, salesperson goes out to meet them. So you're there with the cars. There's also over the phone, people calling about a car. Maybe it's following up with a customer after they bought a car. Then you have the internet. So your website or your social media where you're putting out maybe different pictures or videos about cars that you just got in or new cars that are on the market, um, explaining new safety features. So giving them the, the whys. 
Then you have the interaction on social media. So not just the post, but then what happens after the post, the comments, the engagement there between you and the customer. And step four is defining how you want the customer to feel. So defining the feeling. And for me, if I had a car dealership or if I was a car salesman, I would want my customers to feel cared for. I would want them to feel valued, that they're part of the family there at the dealership, that we have given them the best deal possible. They don't feel like they've been bamboozled. They feel like it's a value. And I want them to feel like they can tell their friends about it. They can tell their friends and their family about their experience and they would trust us to take care of their friends and family. So we have those four categories. And from here, we can start to build out what we're looking for. Since we know we want the customer to feel valued and feel part of the process and part of the family, we can incorporate that into our media communication, into the sales process as we train our salespeople, even into how we follow up with a customer after a sale is done, or even if a sale is not made, how we follow up with customers. Having the guiding principles of kind of who and who we serve and how we serve them allows us to step forward in creating that full customer experience where it's the same regardless of where they see us. So it's the same when they see us on Facebook promoting a new pro- a new car um, as it is on Instagram where we're maybe doing an Instagram live um, at the dealership with a remote. And it's the same when they meet our salesperson on the lot or they meet them at a networking event or they meet them at church or at the restaurant. The experience is the same because we have set that intention from the beginning that Here is who our customer is. Here's why we're selling our product. Here's how we're talking to them about it. Here's how we want them to feel about it. We've taken all of that into consideration and put it into play with every single thing that we've done. So now let's shift from the car dealership into our next example. In our next example, we're going to walk through if you are a leader and your customer is your employee. We talked about this in episode one, being a leader, you have a customer and that customer can be your employee and it can be a peer, it can be your leader. So you put kind of that leadership hat on. If you um, are a leader in your organization, if you're a manager, this part is for you. So let's define your customer experience. So step number one, define your product. As a leader, your product or your service is providing guidance, training, coaching, support, correction, any of those tasks that is going to help the person that you're leading grow in their service to their customer because it starts at the top. How you lead the people below you is how they are going to interact with their customer. So step number two is define the person, define the customer. Well, this would again be your employee be it a direct report or an indirect report, perhaps it's a peer or again, even your manager. Step number three is define the interaction. Interactions with your, with your employees can happen in obviously a variety of ways. And that's going to be like chat, video calls, phone calls, in-person emails, even body language in meetings. If you're in a meeting with, with your team, that body language is an interaction. Step number four is define the feeling. 
So for me as a leader, I want my team to feel supported, to feel uplifted, guided. I want them to be able to trust me and to know that I only want them to have success in their role. Like that's my, that's my goal. I want them to be successful and it's, you know, I want them to feel that way. It's what I want any time that they interact with me. I want them walking away going, man, maybe I haven't been doing everything I need to do, but man, I got great tips and I, and I know what to do and I'm walking away stronger. That's what I want when I have those interactions. So when you put this together, you're able to make sure that your actions, your words, your thoughts are lined up in a way that help you provide that experience for the employee or the person that you're leading. It helps make a lasting impression on them even after they are no longer working under you. I'd like to give you a personal example of this. I had a young man on my team about three or four years ago and I left that team and moved to another department and I guess maybe six months or a year ago I got a letter in the mail from this young man and the letter said thank you for all the things that I had done to help him because he had won a pretty prestigious award at our company. I I have that letter hanging up next to me in my office so I can look at it every day because I know that I have built the customer experience that I want my employees to have that I'm living it every day. That is what drives me in in so many areas of my life. But I I wanted to share that with you because when you can have those types of interactions come back around, it validates the work that you've put in. Defining that customer experience, defining how you want people to interact with you and how you want to interact with them is a game changer. It is what will push you to the next level in any point in your career. So now I want to switch gears. So the customer experience, again, is all about the full journey of the customer and your product. So thanks to social media, this has changed a lot over the past few years. You take, for example, influencers and brand ambassadors. You know, a company works with them to promote their product. They give guidelines as to what they would like their customer experience to be. Then the influencer takes that information, relates it to their audience, crafting the customer experience one step further. It is truly an incredible change in the industry that can help more brands come to the table that really are looking out for the customer experience. It fascinates me how the marketing has changed and how the importance of the customer experience has really been brought to the forefront so much here in the recent years. As I wrap up today, I do want to say, as I define my audience and and customer for this podcast, I knew that the experience I wanted to provide was one that uplifts you, provides you with a different insight, and helps you hear the stories of others that can also impact your journey forward. I know we're just in episode five, but I hope that I have started to execute that vision and yet you are being able to walk away with things that can help you succeed. So how do you define your customer's experience? 
clients. I wanted to help you out with this. I have put together a one-page customer experience worksheet that has our four quadrants on it. Um, it's over on the website. If you go to thepolkadotdesk.com forward slash episode five, and that's the number five, thepolkadotdesk.com forward slash episode five. You can pick up that one page worksheet. You just have to put in your email and then it will come to you in an email. So very quick and easy. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do with this worksheet. Please take a picture of it. Tag me on Instagram. Want to know how this is helping you. Next time, we are going to be talking about what to do if community scares you. And I'll be honest, I'm going to get a little, a little raw on this one. So I look forward to it. It'll be out next week. And as I close, please don't forget that you are loved, you are worthy, and there are great things ahead for you in this life. We'll see you next week. So to make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notified. Come on and join the conversation over on Instagram and follow me at Ms. Heather B. Dot or at Polkadot Desk. We are here for you and look forward to bringing you more information about career, customers, and community. This podcast is brought to you by the Polka Dot Desk.